It's a good day to have that reading from Joel and from the Psalms about abundant water falling upon earth. Or maybe it's sort of how the giants feel at this point, you know? The day has at last come after a long drought. The World Series is around the corner. Yes. Yes. Had an interesting conversation with my spiritual director this week. He had a conversation with another directee that went something like this. The directee said to him, you know, you are such a faithful Christian. It's so wonderful how great you are. What could be more natural? My spiritual director is a member of a religious community. He's sought out for prayer and counsel. He knows a lot more about the church and spirituality than most of us put together. My spiritual director was shaking his head and laughing. He said, no, 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 no. You're the better Christian than I am, he said. I'm the one who needs the religious community for accountability. I'm the one who needs to wear the robes and to keep to the rule and to keep all this. Otherwise, if left to my own devices, I wouldn't be anywhere. I wouldn't be anywhere. His directee, he said, was shocked. Completely shocked. Turned his whole worldview upside down. Today's gospel reading is sort of like that. Luke is very generous in that he provides us a little gloss to tell us what the story is about. But probably when Jesus offered this parable for the first time, his initial audience didn't know what he was intending by this. And they would have been absolutely bewildered. Because the Pharisees were the faithful keepers of the religious tradition in that time. They were the faithful ones, the ones who kept the rules, the ones who followed a moral life who led the sort of life that other people would aspire to. Tax collectors, on the other hand, were pariahs. They didn't get a certain percentage off what they collected. They had to determine what they were going to take for themselves before they sent the rest on to Jerusalem. And then part of that went on to Rome, never to be seen again by the locals. Needless to say, that was not a very endearing profession. So it's bewildering that Jesus puts before us and before his first audience today the tax collector as a model of faith. It's almost like that story about the little four-year-old boy who's out with his dad one night for the first time looking at the stars. And they look through the telescope at a couple of planets and the little boy goes around to the other end of the telescope and looks in trying to figure out how they got all that stuff in there. It's looking at the wrong end of the telescope. And we often do this. We look through the wrong end. It's an occupational hazard for me. Sometimes I get painted up as the model Christian because I'm the priest. And I wear the fancy robes and I get to wear the fancy titles and I've been to seminary and all of this, but actually quite the reverse is true. You often are the model Christians for me. I'm the one who needs to stay close to the church during the week. 
I'm the one who needs the order and the canons and somebody to be accountable to, to hold my faith life together. The rest of you can come on Sunday, maybe check in during the week, and pray your way through lives of ministry out in the world. It's the exact reverse of what it might seem. The exact opposite. The Pharisee is looking through the wrong end of the telescope. All he can think about is how he is better than others. Now most of us who are church-going Christians get caught in this trap on a regular basis. Somewhere along the line we think, oh, he or she didn't come to church. Maybe I'm just a little bit better. We wouldn't want to admit that now, would we? But we go there all too easily. Jesus knows this about us. He knows how easily religion can slip into religiosity. He knows how spirituality can easily morph into sectarianism. It's part of human nature. It's part of our broken human nature to think we're better than others because we're doing something that brings us fulfillment. But maybe the truth is we're more like the tax collectors Maybe the truth of the matter is we're here this morning because we need this more than a lot of our secular sisters and brothers do. The Pharisee has lost sight of that. But the tax collector claims that for himself. And so, before God, is more justified. Pharisee is caught in judgment, but it's, it's a type of judgment where he believes God's judgment is like his judgment. God has become a mirror of his own notion of what is righteous. It's the tax collector who has it right. Even though he is so far from righteousness, he's not sure how to get back. The truth of the matter is, as we approach God each Sunday, we make our confession, we open ourselves up in all of our brokenness and all of our incomplete ways. We recognize that we are not yet fulfilled. We offer that to God. It is in that moment that, like the tax collector, we recognize what God's judgment really is about. And it's not a mirror image of our judgment. God's judgment, rather, is mercy. Is an open embrace of our fallible selves, a willingness to clothe our nakedness with grace. And it is in that that we are justified and we are brought to wholeness. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. 
You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at oursaviourmv.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.